Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Credit Union Marketplace Podcast, a presentation of the Cooperative Credit Union Association. My name is Jason Dias, and welcome to the show. Hey, it's that time for our compliance update, and we've got the Vice President of Compliance Services, Charlotte Watley. Hey, Charlotte, thank you so much for coming back. Hey, Jason, how's it going? So glad, but when you're when you're doing the podcast with me, you can't answer that compliance hotline. But tell us about it. How do people get a hold of you on the compliance hotline? Well, we have a, a great compliance hotline here at CCUA. Um, our member credit unions can reach out to us uh, any time of the day um, from eight to five. Um, and oftentimes after hours as well. You just never know when I'm going to pick up the phone. Um, but they reach us at 1-800-842-1242, and they just press 4, and they'll reach someone here on the compliance hotline. Well, that's great. And what is one of the more common questions that you get when the – is it like a big red phone that, you know, lights up when it rings, or is it just like a regular phone? But seriously, what, what are one of the more common questions that you get when you answer the compliance hotline? Well, it's kind of funny when you asked me this question, I had to think about it a little bit. We, we take a lot of different kinds of questions, but I think the most common questions we get are about account administration. Um, things like um, problems with deceased depositors. I, I know that sounds rather mm. morbid, but um, often credit unions are faced with, with issues when somebody dies and they're not quite sure how to handle dispersing the funds in an account. So uh, they call us and, and we walk them through that kind of stuff. And another common question is a, is a lot to do with um, opening accounts for trusts. Uh, mm. Somehow everybody gets a little nervous about about trust accounts, um, but they're they're really pretty simple. Um, so we're you know we're able to to walk people through those sorts of things pretty quickly. Well, that's great. That's a great resource to have because I worked I worked at a bank many years ago, and both those things were were areas where I didn't really have a lot of comfort um, about what we had to do. It wasn't just like opening up a regular account. And of course, in in Texas, I don't know about where y'all are. We have what are called escheatable accounts. After a certain amount of time, that money actually gets turned over to the state, and then they post a list in the newspaper once a year and. Um, if people don't claim it after a certain time, it just goes into, I guess, the state treasury. So those are yes. that's a, those are two great, great examples. Well, when you're not answering the compliance hotline and when you're not doing the podcast with me once a month, you also go out there in person and uh, meet with the members of the Cooperative Credit Union Association, and you're going to be speaking at the annual meeting. Tell us a little bit about that. Give us a little preview of your session. Sure. So uh, each year we're we're trying to further our cause and compliance on a, on a lot of different topics. And this year um, we're we're working uh, the steps on enterprise risk management um, at the board level and at the senior management level, um, trying to introduce enterprise risk management to the board members that come to our conference and teach them a little bit about. Um, risk appetite and how to decide on what risks are acceptable and setting the tone for the credit union. Um, I think a lot of people think of enterprise risk management as being something like really scary and that it takes a lot of time and, and they don't know how to start. 
And usually what I start these programs with by saying is that you guys already do enterprise risk management. Every time you're assessing your risks, anything to do with lending, you set your, your policies and procedures, you're already doing most of it, but what enterprise risk management does is just it takes it and puts a big red bow on it and, and wraps it up so that the, the regulators can actually take a look and see that you, you have a, a, a good idea of what's going on at your credit union from a risk okay. perspective. That's and that's great. basically it. We'll, you know, we'll cover a lot of stuff like that. Well, that's great stuff. Hey, it's online, it's on the hotline, and even in person, you can find Charlotte Watley, the Vice President of Compliance Services, out there for all of your compliance needs. And if you see Charlotte uh, at the annual meeting, she's a fun person. Don't fall into that trap of thing. Compliance people can't be fun. I'm sure you're looking forward to meeting a bunch of people that you don't see every day, so I'm sure that's always a good time for you as well. And I'm usually hanging out at the trade show. If, if we get everybody walking through the trade show, you'll usually find me at the welcome booth to welcome everybody into our trade show. Well, that's great. Hey, listen, thank you so much. Don't forget to join us each month. We're going to have a compliance update because there is always something changing in compliance. Isn't there, Charlotte? It doesn't seem like maybe every single day there's something new that you've got to think about. Absolutely, and that's what makes my job so fun. I get to learn something new every day. <laughs> See, folks, did you ever think you would hear the word fun and compliance in the same sentence? And it is the very, very necessary part of what you do at your credit union on behalf of your members. Hey, folks, you've been listening to the Credit Union Marketplace podcast, a production of the Cooperative Credit Union Association. My name is Jason Dyes, and until next we speak, don't forget better values, better banking.